And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called The Christian Journey. First, here is what we know about the book of Revelation. Number one, those who read it are blessed. Number two, It has applications to the past, the present, and the future. Number three, those that avoid this book do themselves a disservice. Number four, the truths of God speak fresh to every generation because the word of God is alive. And number five, God created the universe, therefore he can write a book. We'll get into that in a little bit. Next, who are the people who hold the testimony of Jesus? It is those who hold the testimony of Jesus. It is me. It is you. It is those before us. It is those now. It is those after us. The critical component is that the testimony is held. It is kept. It is worn. It is maintained. It is owned. And it is in the perfect present tense. Oh, didn't realize that. And then finally, one of the biggest problems in walking in an appropriate tension between trials and temptations, testing and the tempter is this. Satan gets too much attention from time to time in some churches, but then Satan receives no attention whatsoever in other churches. The right amount of attention would likely mirror the amount that Jesus gave the enemy, It's roughly the same amount that Jesus talked about love. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Very nice. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oy vey, so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. You can text us. I'm just going to let people know right now, my text on my, my program on my text, it's just going in and out and in and out. It's like the burger. It's you got so, so many texts, it broke your phone. Yeah, so it's like the test is like going, anyway, keep texting. Don't stop texting because at some point it'll get touched and it'll be fixed. But if you want to text, you text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. If you want to call, you can do that too. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972 972- Two four four five zero seven seven zero something totally 
awesome happens, you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Now, we've used this one before, but it is a classic, and so I want to give it in an honorary fashion to Dynamite D. When you talk to Dynamite D, it's like everything in life is right as rain. See, that's just a yeah. yeah see, but that see that comes from the Matrix. You see, oh, okay. so there's when she gives them the cookies, and then she goes, "You have one of those cookies, and after you eat one of those cookies, everything will be right as rain." The see? Matrix yeah. nowadays. Okay, all right, another Matrix. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. <laughs> okay, uh, what are we doing? Oh yeah, we are doing this uh, show. Right, I know we're doing stuff. Hold on. So if you've got a, a question, if you've got a comment, if you've got a prayer request or a praise report, this is your opportunity to take advantage of that. To have your brothers and your sisters participate with you, either to hear or uh, to be blessed by, or to join in faith and to pray for you and with you and about you and whatever family member, whatever anybody else is going through, this is how we do it, man. We do it together. One prayer at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. That's what we do. That's how we do it. Okay? There's just uh, nothing else to say. Eric, that's a very nice icon. I just want to point that out. Uh, Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is we also do trivia. And maybe you have an answer to this trivia question. You should. True or false? An angel told Zachariah that his son was to be called John. True or false? All right. Uh, If you think you know the answer to that, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, David at he must increase dot org. Pretty straightforward question, I think methinks. Uh true or false, an angel told Zachariah that his son was to be called John. Okay, there you go. That's uh what we got going on there. And uh one other thing to catch you up on. Uh, don't forget to be praying for Don, who owns uh, the company, uh, owns the station. Jennifer, who kind of runs everything around here. Without Jennifer, there Don would sit there and go, help. He's a legit program manager. <laughs> she, is, she is really, she really does run anything. And then Dynamite D. Now you got to take Dynamite D into into your into your heart and start praying for him and ask the Lord to bless him and guide him and direct him. He's having a good time. We want the Lord to reward him for his faithfulness and being a part of this ministry. So you know we we pray for blessings for one another and all that. So those are uh, three directions that you can be praying when you have a moment. You just mention them. You don't have to spend three hours talking about them. And then uh, last. Last but not least, we I need you to be praying for the ministry, and I'll tell you this real quickly. Thus far, I know this is going to sound so bizarre, and people are going to go, "What? What?" Just relax. Thus far, I've had no green lights from the Lord on the stuff that we're praying about. Like the Lord is nothing. But until and so I'm like, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be patient on this one because whenever I'm not patient, I create an Ishmael. <laughs> Boy, that's I'd like to not do that. Thank you. <laughs> enough. It's enough. I got to take a break on that stuff. Trust me. All right. Uh, let's get into the text. Uh, once more on the trivia question, we'll go just an extra minute long on this one because uh, I uh, put that input there. True or false? An angel told Zachariah that his son was to be called John. Okay. There you go. I don't know if he goes 
Big Bad John. I don't know if that's how that went, but, you know, that's kind of what we're shooting for over there. All right, listen to this passage and listen to what I'm going to say, okay? I'm just going to, I'm just going to, show you that pre aw and post-millennial positions are all fantastic, but they're not necessary in regards to fellowshipping with one another, and they're not necessary in regards to pulling stuff from Revelation and going, man, that's really helpful, okay? So uh, even if it's a declaration of the past and a declaration of the future, it's also a declaration of the present. The Lord very, very, uh, it's very few and far between where the Lord's not writing to everybody because everybody knows what God is trying to communicate. That's like the, the big thing. Past, present, future. Remember, God is an interlinear being. Now, somebody is calling, so we're going to give them a chance to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through, and then we'll get into the teaching. Go ahead and send them through. <laughs> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is Gary in Corsa Banana. I mean, Corsicana. <laughs> Corsa Banana? What? That's... Yeah, Corsa Banana. <laughs> Lived here all my life. That's that's so, a that's a rarity right there. We're yeah, gonna, I got a little leisurely with it there. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, though. All right. All right, brother. Here we go. Here we go. True or false, the angel told Zechariah that his son was to be called John. That's true. Correct, my guess, sir. That is right. And that's John the Baptist. And all that's... he has a problem with the. Uh, Go ahead. Is it B A P or B A? Bap or Bab. Bab is it? He's a bap. It's a bap. But here's the funny part about bap. that. You just think about it. Johnny B, who's very, very important. People, I just really underestimate the importance of him doing this introduction for Jesus Christ and how important that is and how it's connected yeah. to the forerunning of, of Elijah. This guy, I mean, could you imagine his parents? They're they're not expecting the kid. The kid comes along, and he is not exactly cut out of the normal cloth. <laughs> it's just like, right. like, yeah. like what, you're going to go where? You're going to hang out in the desert? Okay, well, that <laughs> explains no friends in elementary, doesn't it? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's think... only one one job, John DeBab. That's exactly right. Excellent job, by the way. Great call and great, great input and great, great uh, share. And I won't forget about the course of banana. Course of banana, okay. <laughs> you got it. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sir. All right, God Love bless. You. All right, God bless you. All right, God bless Fantastic. Okay, now let's go to this teaching. So I don't want you to. Uh, we'll take as much time as we need. Does it matter? No, doesn't matter. Okay. Understand what I'm going to be talking about. I'm not trying to put this in a time frame. I don't object to it being put in frame. I'm just not doing that in this teaching. So DAP teaching, dynamic applicational application principle, is a teaching that says in the Word there are times in the Word where, in the framework of the context. There is also another message or a message that is also available, also seeable, usable, or processable. So just processable. That's, I don't even know if that's a word. Listen to what I'm going to read in Revelation 12, 13 through 17. When the dragon saw that he had been hurled to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. The woman was given two wings of a great eagle. Okay, just stop right there. That's not 
put on an eagle, the woman was given two wings of an eagle. And she might fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness where she would be taken care of for a time, times, and half a time out of the serpent's reach. Then from his mouth of mouth of the serpent swooed water like a river to overtake the woman and sweep her away with the torrent. But the earth helped the woman by opening its mouth and swallowing the river and the dragon had, that the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. Then the dragon was enraged. Stop. Then the dragon was enraged. What happened with the dragon? Then the dragon was enraged. And he was enraged at the woman and went off to wage war against the rest of her offspring. It's like, I'm going to get the kids. And then it defines those who are the kids, those who keep God's commandments and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. So while we are in the exact right position to say certain things have yet to happen, certain things have happened, and all that works, it's fine. In the middle of that, right now, there is a dragon that has a rage going on, you know, road rage. People know road rage. It's, it's just as bad in, in Texas as it is in California, by the way, and probably worse in New York, to be really honest. So the bottom line is there's a rage going on, and the rage is against the offspring, and then the offspring is defined, those who keep God's commands. And, okay, does this mean it's two separate groups? I don't know. But it says, and hold fast their testimony about Jesus. Here is the premise. If you are a yes to Jesus Christian, a yes, I want to follow, yes, I love him, yes, I'm trying to walk in him, yes, I acknowledge, I, I receive, I repent of my past life, I receive, I, I present myself to be baptized, I'm buried in the water, I'm raised up again, all this is right and good and true. If that is true about you, if you are a person that has a passion, if you are a person that was was on the, so to speak, on the cross next to Jesus saying, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I mean, if you're any of these things, here's the bad news. You have an enemy. You know how people never want to, I don't want to irritate anybody, so I won't take a position about anything. All that means is you get shot at from both sides. That's all that means. What are you talking about? That means that both sides don't like you. You might as well pick a side for crying out loud. But the bottom line is this. If you say yes to Jesus, somebody don't like you. That's just, you can't, oh, listen, the whole, the whole passage in Ephesians chapter 6 wasn't written because Paul was thinking, I need to add more to this letter. It's like there's stuff in there for our walk, for our existence, for how we should function as Christians. Why? Because Peter does a really good job, by the way. If you if you get into First Peter uh, and Second Peter, you really appreciate it. Remember that Satan wanted to sift him as wheat. He went through a lot. He had a lot to say about Satan. Okay, he had a lot to say. And the truth of the matter is, Satan doesn't like you. Hey, I think you're swell. I think it's awesome that you're my brother or sister in Christ. I think that you want to keep God's commands. You want to hold fast that testimony, hang on to that testimony. I'm with you. I'm for you. I support you. By the way, there's somebody out there that doesn't. And all they want in satisfaction for their existence is to pour out their rage upon you. Oh, 
soul. Maybe we should be a little bit more aware, not overly aware, but more aware of the dark side. Yeah? All right. We'll come back in just a little and kind of jump into that. We'll take our break here. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, you asked me twice. (laughs) Strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something. It'll be sincere action. Then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure? (laughs) You know, kind of thing. That's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation, so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon. We're just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up. Right. What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, uh, I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right. I mean, and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings. And it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord. Be yourself. You know, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to posture before God he already knows. <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God because he knows you're trying to impress him. So then don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Uh, 
we are getting ready for our next trivia question. So we just had a trivia question, and the trivia question had to do with Zachariah naming uh, his son. Here's the next trivia question. Okay, so yeah, there's the one. Here's the next one. Ready? True or false? Okay, so it's not, not, not 50-50 shot. True or false, Joseph chose the name Jesus for his son. True or false? So we just talked about John. Now we're at the, the next group. True or false, Joseph chose the name Jesus for his son. Is that true or false? If you think you know the answer, uh, 972-445-0770 is the number to call. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at org. I am forewarning you that I am having a few phone issues, just one of those things. So you know how normally when we do a show, I text back all of you because I stand here for, stay here for like 15 minutes to do it. Or I'll do it like on the road when, when I'm like in the parking lot in on the freeway. See, the freeway is supposed to be a freeway, right? It's be some, careful there now. Yeah, it's but sometimes it's in a parking lot. <laughs> parking lot, yes, yeah, freeway, no. It's like, it's like eh, nobody's moving. <laughs> nobody's moving at all anyway so uh i but i do be careful i do a, a headset i do a blue in california if you don't do that you get a ticket so i just try and do it so if i don't answer you if i don't get back to you on text today it's got nothing to do with you whatsoever okay it's got to do with my phone which i uh lovingly mentioned to my wife i find it amazing that i'm about to pay off my phone this month and now my phone is just like <laughs> Sure, it's a coincidence. Perfect time. Yeah, sure, it's a coincidence. <laughs> that's, that's my response, okay? All right, so the trivia question. <laughs> that's right. I'm not sarcastic. I'm just examining. Uh, test all things. True or false, Joseph chose the name Jesus for his son. Is that true or false? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Okay, that's your opportunity on that. I have, I do have a joke, so I think it's worthwhile. I don't want anybody to get upset about it. So here's what I've got. I've got uh, one primer and then one joke. So you can either think it's funny or not think it's funny. That will be up to you. Ready? All right. So here's the first one. Here's a primer. So this is a humor, but it's a one-liner. Okay. So you ready? All right. Here we go. Uh, teacher, what can you tell me about the prophet Habakkuk? Student, he's dead. <laughs> As a kid, that's stretching, <laughs> right? Okay. All right. Now I've told this joke before, but it's this tells it in a different way, and I love this joke. This is one of my top, you know, in the top fifties kind of thing. This is one of my favorite jokes. Some of you will go, "Oh yeah, I know that joke." It is a good joke, so just listen, okay? All right, here we go. How come you have such a nice car and a big house and I'm poor, said a rabbi to a priest. Well, whenever people make a donation, I draw a line on the floor and throw the money. 
whatever falls to the right side is for God. Whatever falls to the left side, I keep for myself, said the priest. Wow, what a good idea. I think I'll do the same thing. Thank you very much for the tip, said the rabbi. A few months later, the priest noticed that the rabbi had become extremely wealthy. He was driving a Ferrari and had a huge house. He goes, how did you become so rich, said the priest to the rabbi. Remember that tip you gave me a few months ago, replied the rabbi. Well, I came up with a better idea. Whatever people make a donation, I throw the money up in the air. What stays in the air is for God. Whatever falls down on the ground is for me, and I keep it. God be praised. <laughs> Come on. That is a great that joke. That was a great one, actually. Come on, people. All right. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you guys? Everything. But then again, you're listening. So what, what does that say? All right. So let's go into this, uh, this one big, huge element. Now, there's so much to dedicate teaching here, and you know that. But this is really an important element. In this portion. So we know that there's an enemy. Jesus taught as much about Satan. Now, he taught uh, about 8% more on love than he taught about uh, Satan and, and, and demons. Okay? Just, just so you can know the exact answer. But he taught twice as much about Satan as he did about the poor. Okay? Not that anybody in the political world would ever even listen to that. But he taught twice as much about darkness and the kingdom of darkness as he did about the poor. But let's understand what's being attacked or what's going on. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, Paul makes it absolutely clear through the unctioning and the, for the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit as he writes this. He says, I am afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunnings, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Here is what Paul is worried about, okay, by leading, by leading led by the Holy Spirit. He said, just like Eve was deceived, I am worried that you're going to be deceived away from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. And another translation says simple, which I, I actually prefer that word. I don't know if that's the right Greek word, but I prefer it. The bottom line to that process is we are supposed to have this connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. We are supposed to be connected to Jesus, which connects us to the Father, enables us to engage with the Holy Spirit all through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And Paul's concern for the church, a church that was wealthy, a church that operated in powerful spiritual gifts— just read 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14, a church that had apparently seemed to have a lot of stuff going on. He was concerned that they were going to be deceived away from devotional purity to Christ. That was his concern. I just want to point out this. This is an important point. He doesn't say... I'm concerned that a league of demons is going to come running down the road and smack you on the head. He's like, I'm concerned that in your brain you're going to miss that this warfare is about moving you away from Jesus. That doesn't mean that there's not spirits to be cast out. That doesn't mean there's not things that need to be. But you just get what's being taught here. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 and 8. Paul, I mean, Paul said, I consider everything but garbage compared to just knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. That's the ticket. That's the important part. That's the key. That's the focus. 
and I support in church, and I support in ministry. I support all of that. But you and the Lord, you and the closet, you and the Bible with nobody around, I support that more. And you think, well, why? Because without that, you got nothing. And you get deceived just like Eve was. Well, how, does, how do you do that? Spend time with God. Spend, I'm not going to make this. It's no weirder. You know, I know that pastors for years have said the same. Haven't I, 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 just knowing D, Dynamite D, and just knowing the science, I can already tell you, everybody who's gone to church has heard at some point, just read your Bible and pray. Just read your Bible and pray. But they don't tell you why. And it's like the reason why is because when you pray, God's talking, you're talking to God. And when you read, he's talking to you. And that establishes a relationship. And that's that devotional commitment. That's why you need it. And don't say one's more important than the other. No, it's not. They're both important. There's no no way to do that. Don't be, and this is not just for you or me. This This is for me and you, and everybody we know. This is not, this is why the Christianity has been deemed a religion, because people don't do this, because people do all the right actions and all the uh, external, you know, symbolic things. It's like, dude, spend time with God. That's what made Abraham great. He was a friend of God. You don't get to be a friend of somebody unless you hang out with them. I don't know. It's not, it's not. I hang out with my friends. <laughs> hey, you talk to your friends. Yeah, you talk to your friends. They talk to you. I need a ride. I need this or this. Whatever the case, what it does. You got to have that engagement. You got to have that connection. To not have that connection means that Satan is getting the upper hand and has moved you away, like he moved Eve away. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. that's good. That's, don't do that. All right, all right. Uh, the answer to the trivia question. Did you know the answer to the trivia question? Did you remember the trivia question? Here it is. I think I took a phone call when uh, you were giving it. You, did we take? Did we, did we took a phone call on the other one. This was, no, they were at. Um, oh, there you took a call on it. Maybe I'm thinking about the other. one. Yeah, know. thinking about the other one. All right. True or false? Joseph chose the name Jesus for his son. The answer to that one is false. Because he didn't choose the name. The name was uh, given him uh, by the angel. Angel. That's right. There you go. All right. Take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? (laughs) No. 
Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. The David Spoon Experience. This is really, really important. Who do people say that Christ is? Now listen to this. Some people think he's kind of like a John the Baptist-y guy who's just a wild guy who goes out there and, you know, uh, dressed up weird and has weird things to say. This is what the world thinks. Some people think, and in the other passage, he's like Elijah or Jeremiah or one of the great prophets. And it doesn't matter what any of those people think. It doesn't matter what – it matters what you think. And that's the ultimate answer. It's like, what do you think? Who do you say I am? And that's the answer you have to have. And so he says, you are the Christ, Jesus. And then Jesus' response is, blessed are you because you know this. And we're all looking for blessings from, you know, Cracker Jack boxes and lotto tickets and winning free pizzas and the whole thing. And it's like, dude, you're blessed just because you know who Jesus is. Matthew 16, 17 says this. Jesus answered, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Here's what I want you to get. This is why this is a cool little teaching. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Do you believe that he is the Son of the living God, that he is the Christ himself? Do you believe he is the Messiah? If you believe that, Humanity did not teach you that. You did not capture that or catch that. It was revealed to you. Same word for revealed is to pull the layer back so it could be seen or understood. It's kind of like opened up or it's a revealing process is really what it is. And the revealer is God Almighty. For you to believe that Jesus is the Christ means that God, the king of the universe, in your personal life, pulled back the covers in your mind and said, look. And you went, wow. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Uh, getting ready to do our next trivia question. So just be aware, some, not everybody's, about half of the, of my texts are not coming through. The other half are. And so because I cannot tell you who is and isn't, who is and isn't, just keep texting. Don't stop because eventually they'll all get there. Uh, I've already restarted my phone. <laughs> you would think that would just do it. It's like, nah. I can tell a new phone is in my future, which doesn't make me happy because it's just another learning curve. Just let you know. All right. Uh, this trivia question is not hard, but harder. Okay, here's your trivia question. Why did Joseph and Mary go to Jerusalem each year, okay? I will give you this hint. It was to celebrate a feast. Which one? Okay. okay. Which one? 
That's that's your big hint. I'll give you uh, the numbers to call. Then we'll uh, go from there. 972-445-0770. That's the number to call. Uh, 214-210-8483. That is the number to text and still text, even though I'm not going to reply to everybody right off the bat today. And then uh, also the email, David, at he must increase. Dot org. The question is, so Mary and Joseph went to Jerusalem every year, okay? And the question is, they went to celebrate which feast? Which feast were they celebrating? Um, I also want to send you up to the website because this is the time that we also do that. And I will just remind you that uh, our funds are tough. we got to pay rent on, what's today, Wednesday? So we got to pay on Friday and we would love to have that simple, simplified, simplified. Okay, so if you've got like $50 billion laying around and you want to spare a million, yeah, cool. Any, I'm just kidding. Uh, but go to the website, see if you can help us out there. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Obviously, somebody riding a bicycle through dandelions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> riding a bicycle through dandelions. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Don't ask me. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Uh, we will do our uh, we'll do our history in the fourth segment just because it seems to be easier for us, and that helps us catch up a little, uh, which we were doing. Your trivia question, uh, why did Joseph and Mary go to Jerusalem each year? It was to celebrate a feast. Which feast was that is what we were, what we are looking for okay there you go uh if you think you know 972-445-0770 also uh text 214-210-8483 or send an email david at he must increase.org ephesians chapter six which most of you are very familiar with and i just want to make sure it's really i'm going to try to put it in a way that will help uh, with some of these things I'm talking about, about being led away from the devotion. So I want you to try and, I know you guys listen a lot, but try and focus on these things when I get to them, all right? Ephesians uh, 6.10, finally be strong on the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. See, that's that's what we're going to we're gonna focus in on, that word schemes. For our struggle, our struggle is not against flesh and blood, as much as you think it's just the political leaders, it's much deeper than that. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is spiritual warfare. We talk about it quite a bit because it's real. We talk about it because God talks about it in his word. What I want to focus in on is this. In verse 11, it says, put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So I want to talk about some of the schemes that you need to focus on that are a part of Satan's attacks. And when you, if you hear any of these and they register, 
then you need to think, whoa, I'm in a war on this, right? The, the number one thing the devil uses in schemes against moving us from, this, from the simplicity and the devotion of our, of our lives to Jesus Christ, deceiving our minds, the number one thing he uses is that we are not Thank you. worthy. And so what we're going to do is we're going to dive into that. First, I'm going to have somebody answer the trivia question. Then we're going to dive into that because many of you go around and you don't think you're worthy. And that's a scheme of Satan. And we're going to talk about that. But before, let's get the trivia question answered. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Ronnie. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. Here we go, bro. Ready for this one? I know you're going to get this. Okay. What? I got the first one, but I couldn't. I didn't. Could get. I couldn't get a place where I could pull over to the side to answer the question. Yeah, but well, so when when that then gives the opportunity either for other people or then maybe it's you're the place you're at now is safer. <laughs> so so, so that's no, it's safe. It's safe. Okay, <laughs> that's the big thing. All right. Why did Joseph and Mary go to Jerusalem each year? What feast were they celebrating? Passover. That is correct, sir. You are correct, Amundo. That is exactly, exactly right. It was the Passover. And so that's, again, they went there yearly. I do think it's, they went there several times. There were no problems. It wasn't until Jesus was older that they lost him. <laughs> it was just like still. Yeah, but he was mature enough to uh, take her himself at that particular time. He, he was. And they traveled in packs. So it was a much different, you know, it's much different than we think. It's not like they all got into the car and then they drove up there. And then they drove back. It was like a whole family gathering, and they went together along those lines. However, still in my mind as a parent thinking, I lost the Son of God, might might be a very tense moment in my home, if you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, I lost him. Well, well, the thing was, how could you lose a God? That's right. (laughs) Right. And see, sometimes as parents, they forget who he is. There, you know, if he wasn't the son of God, that means he was God too. Yeah, exactly. And, they, they, and so you know, you know, a lot of time we uh, we don't really look at the big picture. Exactly. He, he he was doing what he was told to do by his father. So and and that means he wasn't being disobedient. He was being more obedient because he was serving his father at that particular time to do what he asked him to do. Yeah, that's exactly what he said to his parents. How did you not know this is where I'd be? It's like, I, this is, of course, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I was called to. This is what I'm created for. This is what I was born, birthed for. And they and missed see, it. People, yeah, and people don't realize that, uh, well, you know, uh, that Jesus never sinned. That means he never was disobedient about anything. Right. You know, and uh, people don't realize that. Yeah, that's and exactly so, right. So what, what, what hurts me about what Jesus said is, if he said everything, everything that he said was true and he never sinned, I would look up to see everything that he did say because some of it is kind of scary if you don't do what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, brother. Don't forget you got to call me. You got to reach out to me, right? Yeah. yeah. But you know what What the reach out is is that I've been trying. I don't really want to say it on the radio, but I've been trying to send money to you. That's what the reach out has been about. And I didn't attempt it like, for three months, and I wasn't able to do it. And so I'm trying to figure out how to get it to you, you know. <laughs> That's basically what it's about. 
You know what you can do is you can always call the station after hours too and make a contact point that way as well. If you if you just call, okay. you know what I'm saying. That's another way to do it is call the station directly, not this number, but the number that's close to this, and then and then uh, and and, uh, and we can hook up that way as well. Okay, K double Yep, you got it. Okay, I didn't know that they. I know that yep. they did it for other. Yep. Other yep. things. I didn't know that they did that for you also. Yeah. That that. That actually simplifies it. <laughs> well, every once in a while, I can help. <laughs> okay, well, if that's the case, if that's good. All right, brother. I've, I've given the other programs through okay. them. Okay. Reach All out right, to them. So, hey, so I, I'll take care of that this evening. All right, great. God bless you, bro. God bless you, too, bro. Take care. Hey, I, I love you, man. Love you, too, brother. All right, we get this is just what you do. Take care of one another. All right, now I want to. I don't want you to miss this. Okay. All right, this is really important. And even if we don't take another break, or does it? Just relax. Just everybody take a deep breath. Okay, relax. Okay. I want to talk about these schemes because this is really important. There's some of you out there that you get caught in these schemes, and the schemes are from the enemy. So listen to what we're saying in this passage. He says uh, Ephesians six. Uh, 10, finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So in other words, when you hear something, if this is uh, is this, this is coming into your radar, you have to take a stand against it. That's what I'm trying to tell you, okay? So let's just talk about like the top five or six or something like that. Here, we're not worthy is like the number one. I hear this all the time. And and it's not, uh, it's not that people are trying to be overly humble they really don't feel worthy or they feel they're worthless and the reason that they feel worthless is because there's a high recognition of their sin or a high recognition of things they're not accomplishing i get that but the problem there is in the truth of god the lord declares that he paid the blood of jesus christ for your ransom so not only are you not worthless you are worth full. You are so valuable that the only price that was payable for you to be redeemed was the blood of Jesus Christ. Don't talk to me about silver and gold. Don't talk to me about properties. Don't talk to me about fame. Your redemption was priced at Jesus's blood and it was paid. Your ransom. Right? Somebody to the kidnap somebody and you kidnap somebody and then uh, we want $10 million. Right? That's the ransom. Right? Well, in your case, there was no dollar amount that would work. So it cost the highest value that could ever be imagined the blood of Jesus Christ. That's number one. That's just one area that the devil schemes in on. Do you think, well, no. And here, right next to that is this one. And most of you will, if you didn't relate to that one, you might relate to this one. That your life has been wasted. Ah, I blew it. I did a lot of bad things. I did a lot of stupid things. Or I didn't do anything. And now I feel like I've I've blown it. And there's nothing I can do. My time is shot. Ah. 
And that, I'm going to tell you right now, you have to remember that Philippians 1.6, being confident of this one thing, which he who has begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Christ. Your life is not wasted. You are, in fact, a masterpiece from God. God took, you know how you, I don't know if you, now, Dynamite D wouldn't know this as well, but you guys remember the paint by numbers? <laughs> Right. You paint by numbers and you put this color here and you put this color here and have a number. Yeah, this way it's way faster. Anyway, so God has been painting your life by numbers from before you were born. And what's important for you to understand is your life's not wasted. God doesn't make garbage. We talked about this last week. God never makes garbage. And he started this process in you, brought you to salvation, will keep on doing it until the day of Christ. Your life is not wasted. And then you might sit there and think, I know, but you're trying to tell me that God can redeem time only if you believe in the book of Joel in the Bible. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. So not only are you worthy, but your life is not wasted. And right next to that one is this one, which says God is far. No, he isn't. Oh, you don't understand, Dave. I can never feel him. Well, if God's close proximity to you is based on your feelings, then I get why you don't understand it. But it's not based on your feelings because God's close proximity is not based on your Well, he feels far. I know, but when you eat 30 tacos, how does he feel then? And it's no different. The truth is still the truth. It doesn't change whether your feelings connect to it, surrender to it, or go in the opposite direction. All right? How about this one? This is one everybody in America should relate to. There's never enough financially. That's just never enough. I always need more money. So what you're trying to say that you're allowing the devil to create a scheme for is God doesn't know how to be your God. Ooh, duck. <laughs> because what's coming is probably a heavenly don't do that. And then the last thing, I'm just going to say it, and then we'll, we'll take our break. And then we'll, The last thing is, is, is uh, accusations. Accusations against others or accusations against yourself, whatever they are. You know what's amazing about that is Satan is the accuser of the brothers. And guess, what the, guess who some of the brothers and sisters are? You. And so you <laughs> accuse yourself. It's like stop agreeing with him. Stop thinking there's not enough. Stop thinking God is far. Stop thinking you've wasted your life. Stop thinking you're not worthy. Those are all schemes. Get it? He's using those to break you away from the Lord. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. 
Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Not wanting to miss a moment, talking about the moment with Kurt Warner. Everything looks like you shouldn't go forward. You know, you can't take another step. You know, Peter, you can't step onto water. You just can't do it. Well, we've got to step towards that faith, and we've got to trust God that he's got something awesome for us. And uh, there's no question that that's an underlying theme uh, in this show and in all of our lives is that we've got to step out in faith if we ever want to be what God's called us to be. The David Spoon Experience. Okay, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're having tech issues on my phone. Uh, Dynamite D's having tech issues with the board. That's only because the board is as old as when the Dead Sea was still sick. So don't worry about that. That's that's just part of life. And then in lieu of time, I'm not going to have a chance to do much else, but I want to wrap up on this teaching because we only have like four minutes left. So we're just going to wrap up the teaching because we're just going to have to skip on everything else. But here's the bottom line to the whole process. Ready? Okay. I'm going to I'm going to just I'm just going to say this because it's super duper 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 important. Okay? Ready? All right. Here we go. Ready? Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting, whoops, 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 whoops. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry, and the tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written. Okay, that's it. And the reason why I don't have to say a whole lot more is because how is it that Jesus fought Satan in the desert? He said, it is written. How many times did Jesus have to say, it is written? Ready for the answer? As many as is necessary. First, he said, if you are the son of God. And Jesus responds with the word. Then the Satan tries to take the word out of balance. And Jesus responds with the word. And then the Satan tries to get Jesus to take a shortcut to the goal. And Jesus responds to the word, with the word. And everything Jesus responded to, by the way, was in Deuteronomy. Jesus showed you and I how to fight Satan. I mean, it was the first thing he did before he did public ministry. It's the first thing he showed us. Use the word. If the Holy Spirit inspired the people to write the word of God, and you believe that God created the universe and you believe he can write a book, if the Holy Spirit inspired that, when you read that, the Holy Spirit instructs you through the word on how to function as a Christian. And one of those functionalities should be love. Another of those functionalities should be, of course, the fruits of the Spirit and doing kingdom work. But another functionality should be spiritual warfare. And the way that you defeat the father of lies is with the truth. 
And John wrote, sanctify them in thy truth. Thy word is truth. It is the word of God that gives us the authority to say that's a lie. That's a lie. But you understand, Dave, I'm not feeling worthy. That's a lie. You understand, Dave, my life is a wasted life. That's a lie. You understand, Dave, God feels far. That's a lie. There's never enough finances. That's a lie. The, the, all the brothers and sisters are horrible. That's a lie. I'm nothing but horrible. That's a lie. And all of those lies are defeated with the truth. And you want to know where the truth is? Dear human race, Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21. Now, I don't care. I disagree with a lot of people on this. I don't care if you spend four years in Leviticus. You can spend four years in Psalms and I don't just be in the Word. Equip yourself. You should know the New Testament regardless. You should be certainly be a gospel person, and then you should be into the New because the New is new and the Old is old, but then you should be in the Old. It's all equally important. Nobody's arguing that, but if it takes you to be encouraged just to read a gospel to get you into it, it's worth it. So do that because that's the answer. You want to overcome all of those things in spiritual warfare? Know the truth, quote the truth, say the truth, speak the truth, believe the truth, live the truth. Oh, by the way, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Always through Jesus, isn't it? Yes, it is. All right. We're going to have to wrap up our show because we be done today. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish my. The views expressed on the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.